The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. It's time to talk money. Watch out. Two misogynistic, Otis-loving, egomaniacal idiots are about to spout their political views under the guise of a financial advice show. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local financial experts Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas, member FINRA SIPC. And if you don't think politics matters, for all you left-wing nutjobs that call in and say, you need to talk money, the market has been volatile for the Fed and trade. I think those two are political, huh? Live from the WBEN studios. Place where money meets politics. We will talk some politics, a lot of politics. We do talk some money. Now, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. All righty, welcome back. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, on this Memorial Day weekend. And uh, if you want to join us, of course, we're live in studio here, even though it's a holiday weekend. Uh, we are here to take your calls and questions. We have a special guest joining us at the bottom of the hour, Charmaine Kays in our 401k department. We'll... We'll chime in. We're going to play some excerpts from our podcast this week. We had a fantastic opportunity to talk to Gabriel Alfonso, who left Venezuela down in 1999 for the United States. Good, and, good uh, timing. Nice family there. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Well, he saw the writing on the yes. wall, right? So he was a uh, was smart enough and old enough at you know mid twenties, twenty six years old at the, the time to realize that hey, I've seen what socialism does. I'm not sticking around for it. Yeah. He left. Yeah, pretty good timing, pretty so. alarming that there's so many folks, and we'll talk throughout the show yeah. about this. That so many folks here that just really don't know what the results of socialism is. It's really well, sad. Yeah, the poll that came out this week, I think it was a Gallup poll. Forty three percent of Americans think socialism is not such a bad idea. No, right, which well, is really because it's worked everywhere. You, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got a collapse going on right before your very eyes. And, you know, when you go out and talk to some of these folks or if you interact with them online anywhere, it's, well, we they haven't tried it right yet. No, no. yeah, different. different All the other wizards are smart before you. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. But you, you there, you're the smartest one of them all. Uh, this time for sure it will work. I, and I know we'll talk <laughs> about this too, but uh, we are trying it here, and it's called California. And yep. it's called New York, and it's a miserable failure. California right. now is one of the dirtiest places. So we've yep. talked in the past about it being one of the poorest places in the country, yep. and it's having the biggest gap between the wealthy and the poor, just the opposite of what they brag about trying to cure. Uh, now it's the actual filthiest. Yeah. That's right. They brought back typhus. Nice. So eradicated originally in the 1800s in this country. Congratulations to Democrats. You did it. You, you did, did it. it. You brought back a 150-year-old disease. Good work. <laughs> you did it. Good work. A lady in City Hall. So they, they uh, well, more than just that lady, but they, they you know, the, the rats have gone from Skid Row. They, they carry the diseases. You know, they like everything else, right? Yeah. This is what happened, you know, in the Dark Ages. How right? could this that is, be, though? How could, with yeah. all the socialism going Typhus. on there and the redistributing of distributing of wealth, right? Yep. You know, it's amazing to me is these folks, the quote liberals, right? They're not really liberals. They're not liberal. These people are billionaires, and they're gotcha. watching the filth right next door to them, right? Mm-hmm. They, they have these people serving them is what they are. You have the rich there and the extreme poor now. You yep. did it. It yep. was a Johnny Rotten that was complaining that there was too many homeless people near his mansion by the <laughs> yeah, beach. Remember that's that right. Guy? Yeah. Anarchy in the UK. Remember that one? Yeah, good old Johnny Rotten. Rotten. An anarchist yeah. against the establishment, against the man. Got what you now wanted. He wants the, now Got. he wants the man to come clean up his, <laughs> Got what his you wanted. neighborhood. Got what you wanted. You've been preaching yeah. about it for years. That's Redistributing right. wealth. Not fair. Needs to be fair. There you go. Capitalism doesn't work. You got, Got what you wanted. 
Kyle, what yep. you want? Another yeah, exactly. uh, another uh, laying feces on his front lawn. Not That's so right. hot. So we'll talk about that today as well, of course, and uh, always open mic session if you want to join us. 803-0930-STAR-930 is a free call on a cell. 1-800-616-9236. Lots of financial guys in the news this week. We had our mainly on our investment committee, both CFAs, uh, John Thur and Paul Meeks. Paul was on CNBC yesterday afternoon. We'll play a little clip of that, uh, talking about uh, uh, technology in general. And, of course, our uh, local John Thur, who's our most senior member of our investment committee on uh, Spectrum News, talking about the uh, the bloodbath, which is Tesla. Mm. Uh, we've been calling this Another right bad for week last, for that what, stock, two huh? years. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. And then we've got to plot talking. that out. We've got to plot out every yeah. show and our mm-hmm. comments and the stock price. Sad. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, we we've gone back for years saying this was a you know I don't understand. I just said it a couple months ago. How in the world is a stock trading at you know three plus hundred? Well, not anymore. Now no. it's one plus hundred somewhere. Yeah. What, what if somebody put a price tag? Maybe a bottom price of ten bucks a share or something. Ten to thirty six. Yeah. I think John. Well, we'll play a little bit of John through after the break. We'll sure. play a clip of uh, of his interview with uh, Spectrum News, and uh, we'll post it up to our website so you can catch it there as well. But uh, you know, possible takeover target, probably best case scenario for a Tesla. Um, I, I think there was an article or, or something I saw recently that New York State was confident that they would, no problem if they oh. weren't. I think it was Byron Brown, actually. Yes, it eh, was. No big deal if they're not doing solar panels anymore. I'm confident in the business model. <laughs> Wait, Why uh, would you be? They burnt $1.3 billion in the first quarter. Yeah, <laughs> he's optimistic. Every major analyst and economist is calling for the implosion of Tesla. They're all saying that this is probably the last year without a buyout. But hey, Byron Brown's confident. He's confident. <laughs> and my favorite is they're were, they were actually, he's like, well, it's no big deal with solar panels. Actually, it is, Byron, because they were supposed to make them there. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, so yeah. even if the company survives, the Buffalo plan is absolutely out right now. Absolutely. What a joke. Absolute joke. And nobody holds these to be folks accountable. Nobody. Andrew will win again. He'll walk back in. And you folks in Buffalo, many of you will vote for this clown. I mean, he wasted. They wasted almost a billion dollars of our taxpayer monies. Until a billion dollars. Do you know what kind of economic stimulus that could have done to this community if they just said, here, the folks, here, here's some of your money back. Go spend it. Do you have any well, clue what that would have done to this economy? Giving the money and, and, and the government spending hasn't created economic panacea. In fact, I think it was the Wall Street Journal article. i got to find that. You sent it to me. But the Wall Street Journal article talking about New York being one of the worst for, for job growth. Yeah. I mean, just amazing. Like, How could that possibly be? But yeah. yet it is. I mean, yeah. I mean after spending – could you imagine if they didn't spend the billion dollars? It would probably be better if they just went away, right? I mean, certainly. But they wouldn't just – you know, God forbid we get the money back. There was another article that they just put out, another one I saw recently, where they're in Erie County here. They're talking about where do we spend the money. We're, we have this little surplus. Yes. Little tiny surplus. Well, I think uh, Jay actually – No maybe was, thoughts about giving it back to the taxpayers. That's right. Jay Blanchard is something, Eric. I think they spent $5 million on the, uh, the, the Albright-Knox, you know, downtown or they're whatever. They're thinking about it. That's, oh, that, that was, okay. That was the top in the running. But, 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 but do, yeah. the, do you ever think, Mr. Higgins and you, you and all your buddies, do you ever once, just once, wake up on a Monday morning and say, hey, all these hardworking people, we should give some of their own money back to them just once? Never. 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 Never, never, never. New York will end up just like California. The only hope we have is that it goes bankrupt and we can start over. That's the only hope. I, well, I don't. Even I mean, California by, going bankrupt, they just raise the taxes to fifteen percent. Yeah, it just gets, it's a vicious spiral to where it gets to the point where there is no return. There's, and there's no middle class now in California. It's either no. the the rich, the billionaires, right, the big huge businesses. Oh, by the way, yeah, they they profess to be very liberal, although none of them give their own money away. I don't see Leonardo DiCaprio saying, you know what, I got a hundred million bucks here. I could probably live on ten. 
Here's 90. I'm going to give 90 million dollars away, right? That would be you that that would shove it right in my face. Say, look at, I'm doing my part, right? Zuckerberg, he's got billions, right? What is he? He's hiding it away in a trust <laughs> so the government doesn't get it, right? That's right. That's unreal. Zuckerberg, he could very easily go down to Tent City and say, "Here's here's uh hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm going to clean it up myself." Does he? No. No, in no. fact, he's bought all the houses around his mansion <laughs> That's in San right. Francisco. Plus so he could put a wall. Exactly. <laughs> so he could fit the exactly wall in. He put a giant wall. Yeah, it doesn't work on the dead. southern border. No. no. No way will a wall work on the southern border. Not a chance. But my house? Oh, yeah. No problem. Uh, getting back, it was the, I found the tweet that we sent out. The Finance and Management Committee of the EC Legislature, I'd love to meet these folks, is meeting to discuss priorities for the 2018 year-end surplus. <laughs> there are conflicting views on whether to give $5 million of the $15 million available surplus to the Albright Knox. So they got $15 million surplus. But again, never a thought. They're like not rats. Even, they're like rats. Like you leave food out. Burner, <laughs> they're, like, right? they're like seagulls. Like <laughs> right. you leave some food out and they're like, oh yeah, there's a surplus. Oh. Surplus. Spend it. Spend <laughs> like, it. Throw a hot dog on a beach where there's seagulls. They'll be like, oh my God. That's right. They fight over the crumbs, right? <laughs> That's right. Never a thought about giving it back. Not even no. enters about saying maybe we should just cut taxes just a little just bit. A, just, just a, a little a bit. A sign of good faith. Half yeah. of 1%. No. No, they got to spend every single nickel. I've been, how about this idea, folks? How about taking that $15 million surplus and stashing it away in the rainy day fund for when we're not growing at 3.2% growth? Because yeah. at some point, That's right. the economists are right. They're calling now saying J.P. Morgan, I think, or Goldman, or one of the yeah. uh, big well, it's, it's a cycle, right? family, they came out this back. week and said, yeah, 1% we're probably heading to. I mean, if this is Western New York with the worst job growth at, with this kind of economy going yeah. the last couple of years— Maybe you should just save a little bit of that money, folks, on the Erie County legislature yeah. for that well, rainy you, day when the economy is not growing at plus three. Yeah, trust me, you'll need it to clean up the Tesla plant when they're finally out That's of there. Right. Um, let no me doubt. read this text. You guys are just being mean. You know if oh. Tesla goes under, we have a $41 million clawback from another broke company. I, Chris, thanks. Yeah. I forgot about that, Chris. <laughs> right I absolutely on, Chris. forgot about that. You yes. are spot on. That's right. I totally right. forgot about the clawback. <laughs> we, they wouldn't be that dumb. They wouldn't be that dumb. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We have uh, I have a liberal love note I'll try to get to towards the end of the show. Yeah, that's a, a that's a fun one. That's a fun one. Liberals, man, I tell you, they're the most miserable people on the face they of the earth. They really, this truly lady, are. Little, this lady sounds like she's about seven years old. She's like, wow, you guys are laughing all the time, having way too much fun. Yeah. I couldn't possibly. She called out me, you. too. And, like, and, wow. I, and I've, had, I've been criticized because of not shaving properly on the TV oh, yeah. show. or But this one hurt. Went right well, to the Well, you gut. were laughing, Mike. You should be way more miserable. <laughs> you, sir, apparently, need to be I way more gloomy. I don't know what to tell you, Mike. You are way too positive, my uh, friend. Apparently, I'm a distraction on this show because I just laugh too much. I have too much fun with the show. So uh, I'm going to try to be miserable. People. I'm going to be trying to be miserable. Yeah. I'm gonna st- no more laughing on the show. No more. I'm done. That's it. Most normal people would say, and they do, they say, oh, my God, you guys, I love listening to you guys because you guys sound like you're having so much fun. Yeah. And we are. But not the liberals. Nope. Like, oh, no. they're having way too much fun. Oh, mm. man. Anyway, must be a rough life. Well, right, but speaking, by the way, speaking of miserable, miserable liberals, I'm just assuming, I had to go to the DMV this week. And I got to share oh. this story. Um, I bought a boat, and I've never had a boat before. So I'm excited, right? You know, it's not a, it's not a yacht or anything, but it's a boat. No. Wanted to try to get it registered, and uh, so I went to the DMV in the Eastern Hills Mall, and I showed <laughs> up. First, yeah. That's the worst possible one to go well, to. Well, it's close to our office, right? Our, our flagship office, 305 Spindrift. So I go to the Eastern Hills Mall, and I get a little bit naive. I said to the lady at the, the help desk, she was open. I said, hey, um, uh, is this going to be like, do you think, within like half hour or so? And she goes, <laughs> uh, nah, probably about three-hour wait. I said, oh, because I got to work, and so... She goes, well, no problem. Just go online and you can register and set up an appointment. 
but here's the forms you'll need to register your boat. I said, okay. So I go back. I fill out the forms later that night and come in and uh, the next day hop online and think, well, I'll find a spot to, you know, register for an appointment. Funny thing was, on the website, there is no availability. And there's no way to register at the Eastern Hills Mall. So it actually, if you go, you have to really, really be a tech guru to find out how to actually find the location to get to. Finally, I found Cheektowaga. You said, well, Cheektowaga is available. So I said, all right, well, I'll try to sneak. Actually, um, I was able to register 9 o'clock Tuesday morning, get an appointment. So I thought, okay, I didn't have, uh, I was able to clear my schedule up. I'll go on way, way to work. I'll stop 9 o'clock. Well, sure enough, nice thing is, kiosk was there, registered, sat down. So uh, you got to realize I have a folder full of stuff because I don't know what I need. I never registered a boat before. And in the folder, I had some of the boat stuff, like the actual manual and all this stuff. So I, I you know, go to the counter, they call my number, and uh, I, I hand, I set the folder down, and I said to the lady, um, you know, I, I'm a little new at this. I apologize if I miss something. Um, you know, first time ever registering a boat, and just, I just brought everything. And she looked at me, like, can you not? And she said, oh, great. What a great way to start off a Tuesday morning. That's what she says. And I said, well, you're welcome for the job. I'm a taxpayer. And she, what does what a normal Tuesday morning with these folks? And I mean, she, is, it, is, it, is it a party with donuts and, she, and uh, flyers? I mean, what do they got going on? She looked at me like, oh, well, this guy's not going to put up with my crap. So, okay. Like, but I, I, I said, like, um, you know, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, so much for customer service, right? <laughs> like, you know, you, by the way, if you work at the DMV, I'm assuming you work nine to four because I don't think it's open nine to five. God forbid you work the extra hour, right? But does it really matter if I'm coming in and it's going to take us twenty minutes or thirty minutes or thirty-five minutes? Do you get paid by the case or do you get paid by the hour, right? Second of all, I showed up at the door like really nice, like hey, look, you know, I, I'm a little bit sorry about this. I know first of all, you shouldn't have to register your boat and have to do all this kind of garbage every thirty-seven hours in the state of New York. But we know it's a money grab because you're out and you don't have the stone to tell us you need more taxes, but I could not believe how miserable this lady was. She goes, oh, great. Well, another great Tuesday morning for me. <laughs> like, oh, God forbid you help me register my boat at the DMV. Yeah. I'll be working late, by the way, to make up for the hour yeah. I'm missing. That's right. Losing That's exactly my life right. at the DMV. That's exactly right. right? That's exactly right. By the way, I'm I pretty much- I'm not getting paid for this. I, like, I'm paying for you to be here, actually. Yeah. Not oh, yeah. wasting double time, right? I, I, I guess, in a sense, like, I'm your boss, right? I mean, I pay you, like, you know- so much for customer service. Oh, what an man. absolute joke. Oh. Absolute joke. First of all, you should re- have to register a boat once, register a car once. That's it until you actually sell the thing. Joke. Yeah, no, no. Every absolute time, no, joke. It's amazing. Every two years. It'll turn, trust me, folks, it's going to turn into a monthly fee. It'll oh, turn man. into a monthly fee in the state. It'll, these liberals, they will they will figure out a way to, to mark every mile you drive. It is the DMV oh, is a money sucker, sure. but it is amazing how absolute. By the way, it took me 45 minutes to register the boat there. I got in at 9, and I did not leave there till quarter to 10. Forty-five minutes. That well, should take all of seven minutes. It's good seven minutes. Paid by the case. Our, our tech guys, I could tell you, Zimmer and a few folks in our office could go in there and revamp that whole system, and in seven minutes from start to finish, you'd be out. You could do it through the kiosk instead of having to work with some miserable lady. That's right. That's why I go to the uh, outside of Erie County now. Yeah. Got to be honest, I'm not allowed in any of those. <laughs> Somebody said I had all to right. jump through hoops to register a canoe so I could put an electric motor on it. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you have any kind of motor on it, it's oh, amazing. you can't. You can't no, have a canoe without a, canoe. a sticker on it. We need to know well, where you are. Now you got to take a safety course with that canoe, sir. So <laughs> yeah, that's sign a new up thing. for that. That's a new thing. A boat safety course. Like, give right. me a break. And that will include your canoe because it will include everything with a registration. So joke. You you with that 45, you know, whatever it is, yeah. uh, little electric. Uh, yeah. 
uh, oh. you know, foot pounds of pressure or whatever it's called. <laughs> that's you know, right. Forty-five foot pounds right. of thrust motor. You've got four a car battery. Yeah, you've got four horsepower, not 404, and four hundred four, and you need to take the daily <laughs> safety course. It's not even four. <laughs> no. All right. No. Unbelievable. All right, we got to take a very short break. We're going to come back. I'll play some of these clips from uh, from both Paul Meeks and John Thur this past week, and I'll also try if we get in the, in later in the show. We are also um, fortunate enough to just the timing worked out perfectly. Uh, we did an investment committee meeting on Thursday, so I've got some footage from that. If we don't get to that footage or that uh, audio today, we certainly will release some of those clips uh, on some of the things that we talked about during that investment committee. That includes Paul Meeks. It includes John Thur. It includes our chief investment officer, Dan Neiman, and uh, Mike and I, and uh, Mike Zimmer and Dave Mariocker. So all of us on the call. And uh, if we don't get to it today, we will certainly release some of that to our social media. So follow us on Twitter and, and like us on Facebook. You can find all of our social media really on our website at thefinancialguys.com, along with our podcast, which the entire podcast this week was the interview with Gabriel Alfonso from Venezuela. So don't miss that. If you haven't that had was awesome. to listen to it, yeah. it was great. Uh, we're going to have him on the show for sure when he's got the time so that you guys can call and ask him questions as well. But if you don't forget to uh, download the podcast, you can find that at iTunes or Spotify or anywhere that uh, you know good uh, podcasts are found, I guess, or to our website, thefinancialguys.com. Our very short break. We're going to be right back. 803-0930 if you want to join us. Star 930 is a free call on itself. If you're outside the area, if you're listening down on WFTL in South Florida, Miami, Fort Myers, or uh, uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Palm Beach, or up in Toronto, Erie, Rochester, use the 800 number, 1-800-616-9236. And, of course, the text board always open at 30930. We'll be right back. We've got the Financial Guys, News Radio 930, WBEN. The Financial Guys, where money meets politics. Call now at 1-800-616-9236. We want to hear your voice. 1-800-616-9236. All right, welcome back. you got The Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN and uh, WFTL in South Florida as well. Before I go to the interview, I want to mention a few things. Uh, first of all, thank you to all of the veterans that attended our veterans event last week. And we were live on location at our office. We had about... I don't know, probably about 100 people or so come out over a couple of sessions, and it was great to see so many folks stop by the office, so we really do appreciate it. And, of course, this is Memorial Day weekend, so keep those fallen veterans in, in your minds as you... Yep. As and you, your you, prayers, you, for sure. Yeah, and your yep. prayers, for sure. Um, a couple other housekeeping items I want to mention. We have our TFG Academy, a couple of events coming up Wednesday, June 5th at noon. This is one that's always super popular. We normally do this off-site. We're doing it on insight in the office this time. It's an IRA distribution maximization seminar. So if you're somebody who's not using your retired minimum distributions, you're 70, or maybe you know that you're not going to use them when you are 70, even if you're over 60, um, you know, maybe an opportunity to plan to do something different with those RMDs. We've been able to really do some cool things, protect assets, leave a legacy, uh, tax-free to heirs, and things like that. So if you want to find out what some of your options are, uh, that would be June 5th at uh, noon, IRA Distribution Maximization, TFG Academy. The following two weeks after that is our retirement roadmap. That's June 19th. So that's a general retirement session for those that are thinking about retiring. Maybe you're 50, 55, or older. You're starting to approach retirement uh, or 60, even closer to 65. If you're right there, it's fine, too. Uh, but give you a good idea on how to plan for retirement, how to figure out how much you're going to need, what that nest egg is really should look like for you. Everyone's different, right? So you hear a lot of rules of thumbs out there, right, Mike? Maybe it should be a million. It should be sure. 80% of your income. But yep. we have software that will just show you what what's, what is for yeah. you. I, I'll right? tell you, if you're not, if you're working with a planner who's not using investment planning software, I would encourage you to shop around for sure. And uh, you know, and understand, by the way, let me add something, because we, we had a plan that actually came into our um, – a client that is, uh, well, will will be new to the firm, but um, 
wanted to work with us because they have a, a, a house down in South Florida and they wanted an advisor down there just in case, but they wanted to work with somebody here. And uh, when they came in, they, they went through our risk tolerance questionnaire and ended up being moderate. So they wanted to be middle of the road. As we did our planning and we looked at everything, we said, you know, you really can't afford to be moderate. That's really sort of where we sh- you, you should be. You know, you're, a, you're, uh, you're approaching retirement and you can't afford to take too much risk, but also can't afford to earn 1%. Well, as we looked at the portfolio um, that, that they were in, they were 100% invested in the stock market, 100% growth stocks. They didn't even have diversification inside the market, right? So, and they said, well, I think I, I don't mind, you know, I, we never knew that. They said, well, yeah, that, that's why you're here. But really important that you're using multiple layers of software and investment planning software. It's too much technology out there not to take advantage of it. So where understand where your plan is, understand where your investments are today, understand where your starting point is, and then understand how it relates to your overall plan. So use us as a resource for sure, 633-1515. And if you need us down in South Florida as well, 561-614-2000, 561-614-2000. We work as one giant team. We've got a few folks down in Florida that are both Social Security claiming strategists as well as uh, independent AHIP certified Medicare agents. And I think that's really important, knowing that you know we've got folks that can help you with all the different facets of your retirement. So you don't have to worry about, well, I got this guy handling this, but now I got to go to all these different places to figure out Medicare. Certified experts, a big too. deal. Certified, certified AHIP certified experts. If you're looking for experts, whether it's down in South Florida or right here in our headquarter flagship, Buffalo, New York, we have AHIP certified independent reps that can help you. If you are turning and approaching 65, I would tell you to pop into our office. It's a complimentary consultation. You can sit down with one of our experts, Chris High, Lynn Harrington, Brian Janik, uh, Ron Waskow. I mean, so we've got some really great independent certified folks that can walk you through the process. It does not cost you a penny. You want to do all the shopping around yourself? You can do that. God bless you. But you can pop into our office and meet with a certified independent rep, and it does not cost you a penny more. And they can really match up what plan works for you. 633-1515 or visit our website at financialguys.com. I'm going to hold those videos, the uh, interviews on Spectrum News with uh, John Thur, of course CNBC with Paul Meeks. So after the break, we're just out of time here. We'll play those when we come back and then we're going to go to Charmaine Kays and talk some retirement planning and 401k. So don't miss out if you want to join us. 803-0930. Star 930 is a free call to sell. And again, if you're outside the area, 1-800-616-9236. You've got the Financial Guys. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Financial Guys. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930, toll-free at 800-616-WBEN, and cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back. You've got The Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930, WBEN, and News Talk 850 WFTL. And thanks for joining us again. We do manage money for a living. This is a show where money meets politics. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, feel free to use us as a resource if you think like us, feel free to uh, give us a call at the office locally, 633-1515 in Buffalo, 633-1515. If you're down in South Florida, 561-614-2000. Again, 614-2000. If you want to join us here on the air, it is an open mic session. We're going to go to Charmaine Kays in just a second at uh, 803-0930. Star 930, if you have a question for her, retirement planning, uh, 401k, if you're a business owner, she is an expert 30-plus years in the industry Eight zero three zero nine three on star nine thirty. But before I do that, okay. hey, but before you do that, let's just um, for the miserable lady who called in that said I laughed too much. If you are listening, by the way, she by the, she she ended it by saying 
Um, she has no clue. She's listened to us a lot, by the way. She's listened to a, a bunch of times, and she has no understanding as to why anybody would invest with us. And I would say to you, what kind of a moron listens to us multiple times if you don't like us, right? So there's really something wrong with you if you don't like the show. It re- it annoys her to no end that I laugh so much, but yet she's listened to it multiple times, right? So but if you're out there, every week. I want you to know how uh, rate me today. So send it, send, give us another call on you know Monday morning or Tuesday morning in this case. Tuesday morning, give me a call. Let me know how I'm doing. If I want to, you know, because I certainly don't want to offend anybody by by laughing too much. Um, the other thing is just for you folks who might be traveling to California. The good news is they do have a now what's called a Snap Crap app, which will tell you where human feces is in the street. So Snap Crap app. So I kid true? you not. Yes, kid you not. Somebody oh somebody on the billionaire side is making money on it, right? So the coastal folks, the ones with the big you know, the Al Gore's of the world with the properties right on the water, they're all, they're fine. So yeah. Well, that explains it. why he's so worried about the, uh, you know, the sea levels rising. That's right. He's it's going to wash back into his house. Yeah. <laughs> Let's try it doing like the melancholy way. Hi, uh, you're listening to the Financial Guys radio <laughs> program. And Mike, what do you think about this market here? I, you know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I just <laughs> right? can't do it. <laughs> no, I can't do it. That would be boring yeah. as all hell, right? It so sounds like, that, that actually sounds like the show before us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's, let's go talk. Up. About Let's money talk. and the yeah, stock that was the old market. Show. The new show is not, not quite as bad, but <clears throat> I actually like the guy. The oh, I forgot the, about the that. One. Yes, the yeah, old that, show. Yes, the, that's true. The old show. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Um, anyway, let's go to. Uh, let me just play this real quick. I want to play this from Jonathan. This was yesterday talking about Tesla, our company that's near and dear to our heart. Here we go. Well, New York leaders have a vested interest in how Tesla is doing, considering the state invested seven hundred million dollars in the South Buffalo. Tesla-owned factory. Joining me now with more on that is Ryan Whalen, and they probably wouldn't like how things went this week, would they? Yeah, Casey, the stock's plummeting. As recently as December of last year, it was <laughs> Not good. pushing $380 per yeah. share. Today, it closed at $190, down $10 just today, and experts believe things could get even worse. Earlier this week, a Morgan Stanley analyst forecasted a worst-case scenario in which Tesla could fall all the way to $10 per share. A local investment professional, John Thur, says the tech company's problem is it continues to burn through cash, and in order to cover it, sells new shares or borrows money. He says that model has a time limit because eventually the stocks or the company's credit just aren't worth much anymore, and Thur believes that Tesla's window is closing quickly. I think it'll, somebody will probably come in, some firm will come in at some dollar per share amount that they're comfortable with, and 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 take them over and 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 again the balance sheet can't get much worse um, you got to be careful on that end so we'll see something play out i think in the next year now there is another option he says the company could start making enough money to cover its own expenses which that's why I like. That's why we love Mr. Thur. He is an optimist. Right now, that's why I love Spectrum News because yeah. they just they add that twist of comedy yes. to their. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. They could start making money. You never know. Always an option. Sure, I mean, it is. At some point, they actually could be able to deliver the cars that they make on time and and add a value to somebody. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> too much laughter. Too much. I'm sorry. Too much laughter. <clears throat> yeah, at some point, they might actually make a business model that actually works. No wow. kidding. Unreal. Uh, All right. Not this week, though. Not, not this, this week. week. Not this year either. Yep. Looking pretty ugly. So they, they burnt $1.3 billion in the first quarter. Uh, he's I still working know. on his rockets, by the way, too. <clears throat> yeah. Elon Musk. When I hear him open his mouth about, well, I got this rocket, I'm thinking to myself, boy, that's funny. You had money for a rocket ship. 
but you didn't have money to open up the Buffalo plant here. You needed our help, right? Well, you got to love liberals, by the way. You got to love them, man. They they master the art of ripping money out of your pocket. I mean, they really are brilliant at it. No really doubt. are brilliant at it. No yep. doubt. All right, 803-930-930. Let's welcome Charmaine to the program. Charmaine Kays is in our 401k department, I guess you'd call it, right? She's uh, We've got a number of different investment professionals that we work as a team with across the country, and you know she heads up our Buffalo division of the 401k side. So, Charmaine, you've got a, a long history of experience in the market. Thank you so much for joining us here on, uh, on the Financial Guys Radio program. Thank you for asking me. Charmaine, what's the, uh, the biggest problem with 401k plans right now? I mean, you a lot of business owners out there. You know, it's funny, these a lot of business owners, and we've really stressed the compliance side of it and understanding that, you know, government agencies are running out of money, so a great way to get money is to go after some of the business owners that set up these 401k plans and sue them because they didn't, you know, educate people enough. But what are, what are some of the biggest problems you see in the, in the 401k market? Well, you hit the nail on the head. I think that employee education continues to be one of the biggest problems out there. Most employees don't have investment experience. And for most of them, their 401k is their only savings. They're being handed enrollment forms or directed to a website to complete enrollment. And you don't even bother because it's confusing to them. We started years ago offering individual meetings with employees on a one-on-one basis. Yeah, it's amazing. Some of these uh, we've said we've seen it before, where payroll companies will actually help open up the four hundred one k plan, but yet they don't have a team in place to actually help the employees invest the money. You're absolutely right. Or decide what's an appropriate amount for them to contribute. So we found out by doing this that more people participated in the plan, and also much higher percentage rates. Charmaine, do you think the, does the employer play a part in, in helping their employees? I mean, what is the responsibility of the employer to bring in that expertise, and, and does it make a difference? So my, I guess my question is, are, do you see a big disparity between you know, those employers that are really interested in their employees' well-being doing much better and those that are maybe just more folks on the business end, or are all employers kind of in the same boat? Well, I don't think a lot of employers know that a service like this exists. Hmm. Um, if you... There are so many different types of packages out there that uh, this is an oddity. And um, I believe that it's, it's very important to cover the employer for the education requirement that's required uh, for a fiduciary of the plan. Hmm. So we found that if the employees understand the plan, understand how it works, most of them will participate. And... The big, the end result is the higher contribution levels you get out of employees, the more in some types of plans that the company owner will be con- able to contribute on his behalf. Um, Charmaine, I know a lot of the plans that you've helped us with, and you've helped us with plans in here in South Florida and and uh, really even helping other advisors in different parts of the country. But, you know, one of the things is the cost of plans. And I've noticed that, you know, a lot of times you've been able to really help with, A, number one, understanding and, and educating the owner of the business on what the real cost of the plan is. And number two, sometimes how to reduce some of those costs, right? Absolutely. Um, a study shows that 66% of small businesses do not offer a retirement plan for themselves or their employees. Most of them thinking that a plan is too expensive for them to offer. 
there are so many different types of plans available that are more affordable than people might think. We also have the uh, third-party administration company, and we control the cost of the service that uh, comes along with, with offering a plan. Hmm. Plan design is the most crucial element in setting up a plan so that they end up with a plan that suits their needs and, more importantly, suits their budget. Um, out of the 34% that do, that actually do have a plan, many of them don't really understand what they're truly paying, right? What they're truly paying or, or what if this plan is the correct plan that for their situation. Huh. Just, you've got to do a lot of fact-gathering to find out what their proper plan for their situation is. I think a lot of our small business, medium-sized business owners, our human resource directors that are listening out there, I think one of the biggest fears is they think, oh, boy, this is going to be this huge product to, project to undertake to, to change my 401k plan. And that's often not the case, right? No. It does cause a certain amount of disruption. However, uh, we set up the stages of a uh, changeover in plans. And by following a schedule and doing group meetings and, and educational meetings along the way, the, generally speaking, the changeover is extremely smooth. Hmm. Charmaine, you know, when you look at like different areas, you know, the software that we use now has come such a long way. And some of the products that we use have come a long way. Things like automobiles, computers, iPhones, right? I'm assuming there's some level of advancement in the quality and the you know, the, the ease of use or, or just the improvement of 401ks in general. How, how I mean, if, if somebody's got a plan, let's say, from like the 90s or something, or even, even, you know, 10 or 15 years ago, at what point should a company consider, like, reviewing their plan to say, hey, wait, maybe there's something better out there now that's got more options and lower fees or more bells and whistles? Uh-huh. One of the things we had, uh, this fiduciary rule that came out that has since been killed, However, what it did bring to the forefront is the responsibility of the employer and of the servicing people to that plan to continually uh, review the plan's investments, the plan design, and uh, uh, get their questions answered. The packages that were available 10 years ago were the best packages available out there at that time. Most plans and many plans were started at zero with a, a uh, package of, of, of their plan. The assets that the plan held. Now, as a plan grows, it's easier to get more reasonable expenses with the investment options. But also, these packages have changed a great deal in even the last couple of years. There are companies out there that were afraid of the fiduciary standards that were we thought were going to be imposed, and they really revamped the whole system, which makes some of the newer packages much, much more attractive hmm. to employees and companies. Sure. And I think when you when you talk about the you know the liability or the fiduciary concerns, I think it's not so much about not wanting to do the right thing for for you know that rule was not so much about not wanting to put your client's best interest first. It was more about the unlimited liability for employers in some cases, right? And I think that was the liability side of it. I think is where a lot of these companies were skittish. Is that correct? Absolutely, and a lot of these providers uh, of four hundred one k plan investments 
um, have a scoring system for the investments that they offer. And they continually monitor the funds that are being offered. And if a fund is found to be underperforming or more expensive than another like fund, they physically remove these funds from the package. By doing this, they're able to provide some fiduciary protection to plan sponsors as long as certain conditions are met. And those conditions are simply a, a nice diversified package of investments being, being made available to the employees. Charmaine, it's a complimentary consultation, right? So if there's small business, medium-sized business owner, large business, I mean, you've, you've done them all and worked with them all, they can uh, sit down with you and, and, you know, have a cup of coffee and see if there's changes that, that you can help them with, right? Absolutely. We'll do a complete free review of their plan, the plan's investments, uh, see what they're unhappy with, if they are, and, uh, and give them some recommendations. Six three three one five one five. If you're local, and I know we'll uh, get you in studio here in the next few uh, few months as well, right? Absolutely. All right, perfect. Thanks, Charmaine. Have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. All right, take care. All right, if you want to join us here, folks, eight zero three zero nine three zero and star nine thirty. We're going to take a very short commercial break. We'll, we'll come back, and I'll play that interview from Paul Meeks uh, talking about the market volatility and uh, and China. What's going on there? If you, again, want to join us here on the air, 803-0930, star nine thirty is a free call on a cell, 1-800-616-9236. And if you need Charmaine, if you have a 401k, at your, at your, uh, if you're a small business owner or medium business owner, you have a 401k or any retirement plan for that matter, whether it be a SEP or a SIMPLE or a profit sharing, whatever, Charmaine's got uh, decades of experience in the industry. Feel free to reach out to her at the office at 716-633-1515. Again, 633-1515. All right, very short break. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Columbus. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Forget the extremists. It's simple. No one hunts with an assault rifle. No one needs 10 bullets to kill a deer. You're listening to The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free at 800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. All right, welcome back. You've got The Financial Guys, Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas, broadcasting live from behind the enemy lines here in great socialist state of New York, out of Buffalo, New York, on WBEN, if you're listening down in South Florida. And, of course, you've got to join us here on the air, 1-800-616-9236. If you like what you hear and you are listening outside of the area down in South Florida and you're listening on WFTL, you can continue to listen to the second hour on the radio.com app. Just look up WBEN on the radio.com app. You can download that to your iPhone or Android, and you can continue to listen live to the second hour of the program all the way till 3 o'clock. In the next hour, we're gonna. I've got a couple different clips I want to play. Uh, there's one here from uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, who was on uh, this past uh, week or two with uh, Brian Kilmeade <clears throat> and talking about uh, Los Angeles, where he's from, and um, the horrific conditions that are on the streets there. And uh, he's predicting a, uh, a major infectious disease epidemic this mm. summer in Los Angeles wow. because they've already gotten back the uh, typhus and the plague, which for the most part were eradicated uh, hundreds of years ago. But they're doing a great job bringing it back in California with the uh, out-of-control rats, tens and tens of thousands of people uh, living in uh, homeless and uh, tent encampments on the streets. That is your liberal utopia, That's uh, socialist it. utopia of L.A. and California. Well, Pelosi won't catch it, though. Her her house oh, is nice and clean. Although I sure. do think, does she do? Does she have like seven martinis before she talks? 
uh, before she goes out you know, in front they, of the they camera. Accused, by the way, this week they they uh, they came out and said, and maybe it's true. They doctor that last video to sh- to show her make her sound like she was drinking. I got to tell you, I've watched hundreds of videos. Yeah, no, she looks like she's drunk all she, the time. Exactly, she always sounds like <laughs> yeah. a blithering idiot. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. She urges she urges Trump's family <laughs> this week to, to to hold an intervention right. for the good of the country. Right. He's, oh, he's like, at the lowest unemployment in fifty years. That's he's right. At the lowest ever amongst the African American. She, she's living in a state where rats are taking over. Right. And she wants an intervention with the Trump family. It's like you can't you, even take these people. Holy seriously. cow! That is really, yeah. truly like I, yeah. when I heard her talking. I'm like, is she blasted? Did yeah, she no. literally have some vodka before she walked in front of that camera? It's an intervention. Three point six percent unemployment rates. Yeah, let's have an intervention. Yeah. Right? I, I tell you, that no editing required. She no. is an idiot on her own, just fine. Yeah. I mean, she really is, is a is a. I mean, she just blathers when she comes out. She's like yeah. Peter. I wish his administration, I'm going to pray for him. Why? You don't believe in God. Right. You're pray, pray for him. For him. You're a, you're, you're, well, you want to kill babies after what? they've been born. The, the tree <laughs> God? What? <laughs> Al Gore? What? Right. Who are we praying to? Come on, let's be honest here. <laughs> Who are we praying to? Come on. That's uh, unreal. Yeah, yeah. All right. 803-0930-STAR-930. Let me play this uh, interview from, from uh, uh, Paul Meeks. Paul's been on fire lately. He's been all over CNBC uh, pretty much weekly, if not multiple times a week. And uh, we had the fortunate pleasure of having Paul Meeks on our investment committee. He's been serving on the investment committee since October of last year. And he is an investment advisor representative under Independent Solutions. He's also the manager of the Wireless Fund. And here he is on CNBC's uh, show, The Exchange, yesterday afternoon. So let me just play a quick clip of this. Really uh, raise cash in a mutual fund and or go into something that's not in the sector. So what I'm playing with is... Um, you know, where do you want to be? And with this news on Huawei and the increasing battle between the Trump administration and the Chinese, I have been forced to, even though I like some of these stocks a lot long term, really pare back my exposure to the semiconductor industry within the tech sector hmm. because uh, they're most uh, directly implicated. So, Paul, even if you have a long term horizon here, and I, and I don't know how long term your horizon is, but... Is it because you don't have enough clarity on whether this goes a quarter, a couple of quarters, a couple of years? I mean, the, these stocks have come down a lot. I guess I'm asking, why not buy them at some of these levels? Or, or is it just because you have no idea what the real value is now? Well, typically, my shtick is I'm a tech value investor. So, you know, quite often I'm the contrarian in the group. Mm-hmm. But the problem is I need to see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm hoping, as you said, Kelly, that it's not a multi-year phenomenon, but I need to see something that gives me a sense that maybe it's at least a intermediate-term solution. And hmm. I just don't see it. Now, he's talking about, of course, China. Now, remember, he's a tech manager, right? So he's one of many on our investment committee. This is why we run asset allocation models as well. So he's he's talking about the wireless fund that he manages in particular. And, of course, he's pigeonholed in that fund. He has to be fully invested. He has to buy tech stocks. <laughs> he's, a, he's trying mm-hmm. to find the like the worst you know, of the best, right? You know, the best of the worst, you know. Um, but certainly if you're a diversified investor, sometimes these are opportunities. We've been able to rebalance recently, Mike, and take some gains off the table. And, you know, we were able to rebalance back in January and take some money out of the bonds and move them key, in the stock market. So that key, helps a lot. Key, by the way, key. And I was talking earlier about embracing technology. Look, if you're not working with a planning firm that it just has the simple ability to rebalance a portfolio and to try to take advantage of volatility with simple, subtle moves, 
you really need to start to interview some other folks, by the way. And I've been saying this forever. Well, the cool thing about our firm right now is we're, we're bringing Wall Street to Main Street, bringing Wall Street to Buffalo or places like Jupiter, Florida, where we have an office. I mean, you know, these are folks that are on our investment committee and team. And, you know, you really do have access to this. It's funny. I, we had a client a few weeks ago that called, and now a new client, and she said, uh, I, I hear you, Mike, talking about you know some of the smartest guys in the room, like John Thur or Paul Meeks, and uh, can I just work with them instead of you? <laughs> and I said, slow down, they're not that smart. No, but but I said I said that's a funny question. I've never never heard that before. But you know, the fact of the matter is, we do work as a team, so you have access to this entire team if you're going to work with us. And uh, you know, and we've designed that team to to have different roles. You know, uh, Mike Hayflick says this all the time. You know, he, he's a teacher. He's an educator, right? His role is to is to teach you and to educate you on what model works, how it relates to your investment portfolio. But he's not necessarily spending the day in front of the computer looking at stocks and bonds right. and funds. You know, Paul Meeks, John Thur, uh, Mike Zimmer, um, you know, that team, Dan Neiman, is out there every single day spending a lot of time. But it frees us up to really, truly be able to work as a team. So when I say there's the smartest man in the room, he's part of the overall team. And there's smart men at every single different position. I, I, the other thing is, uh, Hayflick texted me, true story, we had somebody we were, as a competitive situation, we were looking at a client, a potential new client, uh, and the, this advisor put together a proposal uh, with a report that said they would earn 13.5% per year over the next uh, 20 years. <laughs> we're looking at this report and goes, is this for real? Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah. if it sounds too good to be true, uh, yeah, it, it, it yeah, probably is. Yeah. So. Think about this. It's like we're the general practitioners, right, with the doctors that you go to see on, a, on every six-month basis. If we need to bring in the brain surgeon, by yeah. all means, we'll bring in the brain I, surgeon. But you don't want to necessarily see the brain surgeon as your general practitioner. And by the way, what this, what this, uh, I guess you'd call them a financial planners, did was they, they looked back over the last 20 years and said, okay, had I invested in this, here's what my rate of return would yeah. be. A I, lot like if I said we took everybody's money in 1984 and we put it all on Apple Computer. That's right. You know, I mean, yeah, that, that would be great, but is that very is that realistic, right? Yeah, is that enough. is that something that you know you really truly think it, it might make sense? The other thing is true, by the way, is they put on their resume a potential candidate for oh, certifications. And yeah. our our legal I'm department a, caught that. It was funny because we were just reviewing it <laughs> and I said, Well, this person is this da 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 and our legal department said, No, this person's not da 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 they're a candidate for it. And uh, Tom pointed out, he goes, I'm a candidate for the NHL. Doesn't mean I'm actually gonna play in the <laughs> NHL, right? I was sort of laughing. I'm not even sure about that actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's no not. offense, Tom, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's try to sneak in a call quick before the top of the hour. We're running out of time here. Let's go to Roy in Boston if we can. Hi Roy, can you get it done in a minute so or so? Yes. Uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you, Roy? Um, I'm fine. Uh, I just like <clears throat> I would like to make a brief statement uh, pertinent to my question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, we have a 22 trillion dollar debt. Yep. And people are so accustomed to hearing millions of dollars, billions of dollars, and trillions of dollars, it's lost its relevance. Now, if we change dollars into seconds of time, it creates a realistic view. A million seconds is 12 days. A billion seconds is 31 years. A trillion seconds is 31,000 years. 22 trillion seconds is 682,000 years. This is a very situous, uh, excuse me, this is a very serious situation. So my question is, would the purchase of gold or silver be wise to protect oneself against the wave of inflation 
That's that's actually a really good question. Great question. Really Great good question. Look at I love the analogy to I know. the seconds, by the way. It's yeah. Um, I, and I do think it's a serious problem. And Roy, we're probably going to have to roll you over to the other side of the, of the break here. But, you know, we've been saying for a long time, when you look at the country, there's a lot of positive things going on. The big negative is, is the Republican Party does not have a backbone. And we've got $22 trillion worth of debt. And we've got Republicans and Democrats that seem to want to spend, spend, spend. So we'll talk about that on the other side of the break. Yeah, we'll start with that on the other side, Roy. If you could hang on, great. If you are listening on uh, outside the area, again, keep listening on the, uh, the app that you're listening to radio.com and if you need us throughout the week folks 633-1515 another hour to go on behalf of Mike Lomas we'll be right back here on Glenn Wiggle on the other side of the break News Radio 930 WB The following is paid programming Securities offered through Peak Brokerage LLC Member FINRA SIPC Investment Advisory Services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services LLC The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice Please consult a professional for your specific situation This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed The financial guys shock the system. It's time to talk money. It's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. To reach Glenn and Mike now, call 803-0930. Toll free, 1-800-616-WBEN. And cell calls are free at star 930. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Alrighty, welcome back. Hour number two of the Financial Guys radio program live here on Memorial Day weekend. Thank you for joining us. And, of course, if you want to participate in today's show, always an open mic session, 803-0930, star 930 is a free call 1-800-616-9236. And, of course, you want to join us on the text line, it's 3930 on the text board. We'll read those texts throughout today's show. Got a couple things lined up for this hour. I've got another uh, video, uh, not video clip. It is a video clip, but you won't be able to see it. You'll be able to hear it. Uh, of this uh, Dr. Drew uh, Pinsky talking about what he thinks will be an epidemic uh, this summer of infectious disease in L.A., one of the most dangerous situations out there with the homeless encampments. Now bringing back the plague and typhus. Nice work. You did it. Liberals. You did it. By the way, somebody texted in, which is exactly true, right? The libs will get off the hook about those rats in L.A. Uh, they'll just blame it on the plague on global warming. That's exactly yeah, right. That's exactly right. And their followers are too stupid to understand the truth, right? Yeah, that's global warming, right? Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, Texas has a rat problem. Uh-huh. Right. Well, the snakes eat them in Texas. But mm-hmm. No, just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll play that. We'll play that as well. But I wanted to get back to um, the question that we had. I think it was Roy. Before yeah, let's uh, bring Roy break. back up. Was Roy was talking. Roy in Boston, by the way, beautiful Boston, New York. And Roy was talking. We're asking about uh, you know buying metals as an inflationary hedge in the portfolio. Roy, I'll give you my two cents, and then I'll throw it over to Glenn. I would be really cautious of that, right? I mean, a lot of times people will buy you know gold, silver as a hedge in a portfolio. If you look back historically, it's had uh, moments of brilliance, but it's had a longer-term sort of uh, 
dullness to it. (laughs) No pun intended with the metal. But uh, but really, truly, I think, you know, when I ask people, why do you want to buy metals in a portfolio? Well, I'm afraid of some kind of an economic collapse. I'm like, okay, if that's the case, then go out and buy guns. Buy a bunch of them because they'll be way more valuable than a piece of gold. Right. I, I think, you know, when you talk about a diversified portfolio, Roy, um, there's there's a place that, that can be had for alternative investments, which include not only metals and gold and, and silver, but I think you also have to start to consider, you know, real estate and, and, you know, natural materials, oil and gas, things like that. Most of the time, we're going to invest in those types of things through a diversified portfolio, a mutual fund, an ETF, uh, a UIT, a unit investment trust, some sort of basket of security so that we're not taking a bet on just gold or just silver or something like that. It'd be small, though. It'd be a small oh, position, Roy. Two, three percent, maybe. Yeah. Look, here's another asset class that you're starting to see some traction in as well. And this is something that we haven't really recommended any of our customers yet because we're still trying to get our, our arms really around it. Um, but the whole cryptocurrency mm-hmm. thing and Bitcoin, you're starting to see some endowments start to move into these things, the like California CalPERS uh, and uh, the Harvard Endowment Trust Fund and things like that. Again, one, maybe Maybe one percent, and and maybe only for one percent of the people out there, because it's a very volatile, crazy type of thing. But when you talk about diversifying into alternative asset classes, I think you have to consider that as another alternative asset class. So if you could find a portfolio that kind of covers all those categories, and maybe look at it for one or two percent, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't cry foul for for doing something like that. But I do think you got to be very very careful. The tendency for people. Uh, is is because they're more worried about a, a collapse, something like that. You had mentioned inflation. You know, do I buy gold for the coming inflation? The reality of it is, we haven't really seen that inflation. Let's remember that inflation is more the momentum of money, the velocity of money. I like to call it. It's where too few dollars are chasing too, uh, or too many dollars are chasing too few goods. We don't have that. We've got plenty of supply of goods, which is great. In fact, actually, the the other side of the coin is they're actually talking about the possibility of cutting rates now. Right. Yeah. Well, and the reason is is that we've had a, a you know nice robust economy. Certainly, I mean, in the last couple of, of years, it's gotten a lot better. Uh, you know, going from two percent now to three percent. Um, but to really get an inflationary environment, you've got to have a, a lack of supply, right? So now all of a sudden, you've got too much liquidity in the market. That too you know that too many dollars, that too much liquidity is out there chasing too few goods. But that's the beauty of supply side economics, better known as trickle down economics, which Hillary Clinton thinks has died and been dead. And very long ago, but the reality of it is it works, right? You incentivize the suppliers in our economy, the business owners, the higher net worth folks, the corporations, right? When you incentivize those corporations and those high net worth individuals, what do they do? They don't hoard the money. They use it. They invest it, right? You've heard companies like Apple and many others talk about reinvesting in capital improvements, building new factories, bringing money back to the United States to you know, invest back in the improving and growing their business. You know, when they do that, of course, they they, they create more supply, right? If they're investing in building more factories and investing in technology, they're able to produce additional products and goods, which creates more supply. That additional supply drives down prices, which keeps demand positive, but also keeps enough supply in the marketplace to, to kind of avoid that inflationary environment. So I think there's a lot of economists that are still very old school, that think, oh, my gosh, just because we have a, a good economy all of a sudden or a lot of yeah. debt, or a lot that's going to be inflationary. Yeah. I think the real fear, to be honest with you, is that it's it's man-made, like it's, it's artificially caused because we all know that the U.S. government's going to have a hell of a time getting up underneath this debt. So what's the best way to handle it? That is to inflate your way out of it, right? But they haven't proven that they're actually able to manipulate the economy that way very well. They think they can. 
They think they can, but they haven't. Be, you know, let's be honest. They've be, tried. Becoming, <laughs> they a uh, of, becoming of more and more challenging, by the way, Roy, with the uh, the uh, speed and the uh, of technology, right? The aggressive technology that we have out there where, you know, these barriers to entry to do business where you've got a widget factory and nobody else can get into it. Well, now we can make widgets with a 3D printer. Uh, within, you know, 30 days, we've got a factory up to compete. So right. if it was cool me, stuff. I'd be real, real careful with, uh, with looking at metals. It'd be a small percentage of the portfolio, if that makes sense. Well, the reason that came to mind was uh, I remember when Carter uh, got to be president, uh, silver went from uh, $1.90 an ounce to uh, $55 an ounce. Yeah, great point. But let's remember, Jimmy Carter didn't try capitalism and supply-side economics. Right. He tried socialism, right? right? So we, and so we, look, and that's a, that's a great question. I'm so glad you brought that up because look at Venezuela, right? Venezuela's got, what's the inflation rate down there? Like a hundred yeah. and something thousand yeah. percent? It's something, yeah, right? it's really out of control. <laughs> so yeah. that's what that's what's to be worried about. This right. is socialism. It's California. It's New York type of spend, spend, spend that we have to be worried about. That's we, ultimately what causes that wild and, inflation. And outside so. of the reduction in spending, <laughs> we have been moving more towards capitalism and less towards uh um, you know, socialism. Yeah. So, yep. Something to be concerned right, about for, for call, sure, buddy. but don't go crazy. Don't be cashing in all your chips out of the stock market. I, you know, we still think that stocks yeah, in well, the long term uh, are the best uh, asset. Let me add one other thing here, not to, not to belabor this point, but, you know, you can find stocks, by the way, that own metals. You know, there's lots sure. of companies out there Buying that will companies. have silver in their inventory because they're yeah. using it for a product, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a good way to play it, to say, hey, look, at, I'm going to buy this stock they're going to use the silver for other things, for products. But guess what? If silver goes way up, they can say, look at look at all the silver we got in our inventory. Our pri the price of our stock should be higher. And uh, and if it's not, you can say, hey, look, our cost of goods are cheaper. So there's yeah. you know there's ways to 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 you know sort of still play that game, but you know hedge your bets if that makes and sense. It's right, and I think that's that's why Mike having a diversified portfolio, a basket of securities yes. through an ETF, through a mutual fund, or something yeah. like that, you know, gives you the opportunity to have all those different facets: the companies, the mining companies, the companies that use it in their inventory, maybe some individual holdings right in that. But I think a diversified basket and a managed portfolio is probably the better way to go. So great call, really appreciate it. Uh, 803 star 930 if you uh, if you want to join Sneak us. in one more here? Let's sneak in. But before I do that, yeah, let's sneak in one let's, more. And uh, I want to get these. Don't want to forget to get the house coming, the upcoming events and whatnot, because Rochelle will kill me otherwise. Uh, yes. Uh, Art <laughs> in Niagara Falls. Oh, good good, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, today we received a letter in the mail from uh, a company that said our 2011 car warranty had run out. That's the third letter this week we've got. I'd like to know how these people get our addresses, our names, the maker of our car, and who makes money off of this. It's getting to be like robocalls now. <laughs> well, my guess is they've got some kind of a list. Somebody's buying some kind of a list of, uh, and and it must have been supplied from somebody who you did something with that car, whether it was your insurance or something, right? It's probably the dealership selling the dealership the itself, yeah. Right. So they're they're probably selling that information to some of their vendors, and then they know they've got a database of who's falling off their, their warranty so they can go out and solicit. Now, 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 isn't that wrong? Isn't that wrong where they can sell your information to another uh, a, a business to, yeah. for them to make money off of it? You'd think, you'd, you'd think there would be some type of... Uh, uh, secrecy when you're dealing yeah. with people. Well, that's where you've got to read the privacy policies of some of these companies, right? So, I, you know, you hate to have to read it everywhere you go, but 
in the world we live in, that is big money now. I mean, look at Facebook and and uh, and companies like that. Oh, That's the yeah. whole business model, right? It's selling yeah. other people's information. They gather your information for free, and everybody says, "Wow, this is great! I'm going to tell the world my story on Facebook," and then they sell it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like it either. Yeah. Nobody does. Thanks for the call, Art. Great but call, great buddy. Question. Yeah. Don't be a stranger to the show. Anyhow, all right, 803-0930-STAR-930 if you want to join us. Before I forget, before we go to break, I do want to mention a couple of upcoming events. On June 5th at noon, we have our TFG Academy, the IRA Distribution Maximization Workshop. This is not to be missed. If you are over 60 or especially over 70, if you're already taking your RMDs, if you're not using your RMDs, your requirement of distributions, when you get to be 70 years old and older, you are required to do a calculation each and every year to determine what your minimum distribution requirement is going to be. The IRS wants their money after a certain age. and uh, But if you're not using it, uh, certainly if you're spending it and as part of your, your income that you're using for daily living, uh, then that's, that's great. You know, you, you're, that's fine. But if you're not using it, and so many people aren't, they take it from one account, they put it into another. They stuff it in a savings account only years later than putting it back into the market. There are better ways and better things that you can do with that, and this workshop will talk all about that. So not to be missed, Wednesday, June 5th at noon. You can call our office for information on that, 633-1515, or go to our website at thefinancialguys.com and click on TFG Glenn, Academy. To can I, up can I add to that? Because, you yeah. know, Jay Blanchard uh, one of, you know, has been uh, uh, big in understanding and helping the rest of our team understand some of the tax consequences of these IRAs and the distributions. And Jay's not a tax planner but or a tax advisor, but he is very adamant on you know making sure you understand that, well, sometimes it might be in your best interest to take your IRA distribution a little earlier at 60 as opposed to waiting to 70 and a half because at 70 and a half it may cause a big tax problem for you yeah. especially if you you know you do halfway decent with that IRA you know that minimum distribution might be a big big problem at 71 75 so understanding how you're going to take your distributions and where you're going to take them from is a big deal and um, you know, so if you need our help, six three three fifteen fifteen. Of course, uh, register for that workshop as well. Go to our website, by the way, um, and our podcast. Uh, you know, face like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You know, all these things. Uh, you know, we can annoy your liberal friends. A lot of the stuff we talk about, we post to our Facebook page. So it's a it's an awesome page. I I actually laugh. I laugh. And uh, that uh, I look at our Facebook page, and I'm like, this is awesome. It's so funny. And uh, all the folks that help us contribute to that Facebook page. But I do laugh, and we have a, a laugh police now. I, I, for those of you that missed the first hour, uh, somebody called and left a nasty message that they, that, I, that they think I laugh too much on the show. So I'm trying to do my best to be as serious as possible today. Be as melancholy as you can. All right, very <laughs> short break. You've got the financial guys, Glenn Wiggle, Mike Columbus. Can, can I, we'll come back. Uh, can I just read this, by yeah. the way? This, I don't sure. know if this is true, but I wouldn't put it past them. The state of New York is the one who sells registration information. It is not the dealerships. The dealerships are like uh, you. They oh do God. not want their customers going somewhere else. It is okay. New York State Department of Motor Vehicles that uh, sells it and makes a profit. So that was that somebody that texted in. I'm not surprised. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not that's not out of my mouth. That's a texture's mouth, but I wouldn't put it past them at all. Right? Yeah, not I a bit. Past them either. Not so, a bit. Anyway, yeah, good point. So thanks for that. We have the best listeners in the world. We really do. No so doubt. Thank you. All right, eight zero three zero nine three zero star nine thirty. If you want to join us, financial guys, Glenn Michael, Mike Columbus. We'll be right back here on News Radio nine thirty WBEN. All right. Welcome back to the Financial Guys <laughs> radio program. <laughs> 
Say it's going to make um, me laugh. So you can't. <laughs> now we need laugh police. Ah, and you're going to be fined boy. and monitored. Ah, boy. I actually, I, I, I didn't uh, record it, but I wrote it down so I could do the liberal love note. We'll do that after the bottom of the hour. So stay tuned for that. We'll do it. I, uh, we'll, we will not laugh. We will be serious. I will, I'll do the best I can. I'll do the best I can. If you do want to join us, though, uh, no joking matter. We only have about 36 minutes left in today's show. 8030930. Star call minutes in today's 36. show. 36. Well, 35 and change now. And there will be very little laughter or fun. There will be no fun or joking around whatsoever. This is a this serious is a matter. Serious business. The world is heating up, and there's nothing funny about it. Now, speaking of Except not for funny Buffalo, New York, by the way. This has been a miserable, absolute miserable yeah. spring. Oh, and, uh, no doubt. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll, speaking of not a laughing matter, uh, this from Fox News. Dr. Drew Pinsky warns, of Los, warns Los Angeles could be at risk of a deadly epidemic this summer. And, uh, you know, he talks about the thousands of lives might be at risk. And uh, politicians could be to blame. No, politicians are definitely to blame. <laughs> no doubt about it. could be. There's no could no be, right? No doubt about There's it. There's not 10 cities in, in like, uh, you know, yeah, Texas no. or Tennessee no. or those states that are thriving. Those 10 cities tend to be in, oh, I don't know, New York City. Yeah, California's LA, leading the way. San leading the way. They're the shining star of socialism. You're winning. You're doing it. You're winning. Doing that great. He goes, uh, he writes, or not writes, he, he says in this interview, we have tens and tens of thousands of people living in tents, horrible conditions, sanitation. Rats have taken over the city. We're the only city in the country, Los Angeles, without a rodent control problem. We have multiple rodent-borne, flea-borne illnesses, but, the plague, huh? typhus. But you have billionaires surrounding you. Mm-hmm. Not, billionaires everywhere. There's billionaires everywhere. They're the kings. Yeah, like, you, per- you mean to tell me Zuckerberg couldn't go there with a few hundred million dollars and clean that mess up? Sure Take those people so off. All, he could literally walk down and say, everybody in a tent here, I'm going to take care of you. Yep. I'm going to buy you a house, and I'm going to take care of you for the rest of your life. Doesn't Where is it, good old Mark? Where is he? Where he'll, is he? Where are all these folks? The, he'll give it to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yes. Think about this. A lot of those folks, by the way, living on the L.A. streets and San Francisco streets are our veterans here, yeah. right? Now, here we are Memorial Day weekend, and, you know, we're talking about veterans, and, and, you know, there's so much these folks could do. But what do they do? You know, Warren Buffett's out there. He gives $40 billion to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to educate people in Africa. Great. Yeah. He you actually know, they, said. I guess they need education, well, too. Last but, week, we, he, said, we, uh, he said socialism is awful. Just never doesn't work. Right. Well, well. Why do you keep voting why for do you, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> socialism you doesn't you don't work, Bill. single Democrat candidate that's proposing capitalism ideas no, at all. They're, Every they're, single one of them, different flavors of socialism all the way to communism. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's who can outgift who, right? You've got Elizabeth Warren who wants to pay off everybody's student debt. You want Bernie Sanders who wants to give away everybody's health insurance. By the way, did you see Bernie? He this is I'm not kidding you. A move to ban charter schools. Bernie Sanders intro, he introduced the No Child Left Ahead Act. That's right. <laughs> Well, because God they forbid to, they somebody get ahead. Indoctr- we have to be able to indoctrinate them. Right? <laughs> no other. Look, you can't. Liberalism can't be based on facts, right? No. This is why, folks. Look, this is why. How many? How many interviews does Brian Higgins do? When was the None. last time you saw a Brian Higgins None. or a Mark Polencars stand up in front of a podium and take open questions? Never. From the, you all will the never media, see right? it. Never. When is Governor Cuomo going? They never do that. Of nope. course not. Unless it's stacked with like CNN and, and right. people, they're going to throw them softball questions. That's right. Why? Because they can't defend this stuff. Watch, you can't w- defend the results of what they put in place. I won't say the reporters' names, but there's local reporters that will tell you Andrew Cuomo specifically walks in a room, 
If he's going to answer any questions, it's by a door. He's protected by his posse. And if they ask him too hard of a question, oh, got to go, got to go, and it's pushed out the door. It is an absolute joke. They know that their their results stink. I mean, you can just look at it, right? You look at at Venezuela – and then you look at places like L.A. Think, think about Venezuela. And it's, it's a very it's at the early stages. You go back and look at Venezuela about Venezuela about 15 years ago. That's where L.A. is right now. La- okay? Latin America's richest country, right, sitting atop the world's largest proven oil reserves, and they're eating their own animals right now, yep. eating their dogs. Yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's full on economic collapse. The yeah. currency is worthless, right? It's been it, it's it's just a, it's just paper now, right? Yeah. It's just useless. Yeah. Rolling fact, power outages consistently. It's not even. I'll play some of these clips at the at the other side of this break. It's not even about the rolling power outage. Now the joke is you get power back for a few hours yes. a day. Yeah. It's not even like it's they go out. It's power comes back on. on. It's yeah, off you, for you, so long. You, Three months in some places. Yeah, it's unreal. That's crazy um, to think about. Real. Like you get power for a little bit, maybe in the afternoon if you're lucky. Yep. If you're lucky, and that has an amazing impact. As as Gabriel, our, our guest on the podcast, was saying, it's not just the economy. Now the infrastructure's collapsed too, right? Yeah. So now you know you don't have internet, you don't have transportation, you don't have phone lines, you don't have you know all those normal things. You get used to it, and so yeah, they're all equal now, right? You have two classes in Venezuela. You've got the very, very, very poor. And you've got the very, very elite, those yep. that are plugged in, right? Sounds the Nancy just like Pelosi. California. How did Nancy yep. Pelosi get to a $100 million net worth on a $175,000 year salary? Yeah. Right? Who, who's How asking for her tax return, by the way? Who's right. Who's demanding her tax return? That's right. Who's demanding her tax return? Nobody, right? Can I just read this? I know we're going out with a tax. I want to read this text. Uh, financial guys, I have a car here in western New York and a car in the villages in Florida. When my registration was due to be renewed in Florida, I planned to spend hours at the DMV. I walked into the Florida <laughs> DMV and they said, you can go through the drive-through, and I said, "Are you kidding? What? It was what? easier than going through the drive-through at McDonald's. Zip, 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 a couple minutes, and I was done at the Florida DMV drive-through, New York State. Uh, it's uh, it's unreal, unreal. And it, how do they do that without any state taxes? How could know. that be? Amazing. Record state taxes, and we can't figure out how to register somebody's boat. Joke. Amazing. Unreal. All right. If you want to join us on the other side of the break, we'll get to your phone calls, by the way. We've yes. got Ken and Chris and Debbie up on deck. We'll go right to you when we come back. If you want to join us, 803-0930 and Star 930. You've got the financial guys. We'll be right back here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back, Financial Guys. Glenn Wiggle, Mike Lomas, live here on News Radio 930 WBEN. And if you need us throughout the week, folks, we do manage money for a living. Feel free to use us as a uh, as a resource. If you'd like to pop by for a complimentary consultation, you can give us a call at the office at 633-1515. Again, 633-1515. You can also use our website as a resource at thefinancialguys.com. You can find out about all of our social media stuff, our Twitter, our Instagram, our Facebook, our podcast. You can also find out about our TFG Academy and our TFG Insurance Agency as well. Next couple of Academy events, June 5th at noon in our office. That's a Wednesday IRA distribution maximization on June 19th, also a Wednesday at noon, your retirement roadmap. So for information, go to our website at financialguys.com slash academy. You can register there. Or again, call the office at 633-1515. Our podcast, by the way, got you got to make sure you try to tune into that. We were able to uh, interview somebody through uh, that actually fled Venezuela 
and uh, pretty amazing. If you get a chance to go to our website and, and take a look at or listen to that uh, podcast, unreal. Yeah, the, and uh, we'll get a clip of that uh, before the show is out as well. Let's clean up some of these phone lines, though, if yep. we can, and then I'll do a liberal love note here in just a little bit. Why don't we go to Chris out in West Seneca, who's been very patiently waiting. Hi, Chris. Chris you're are live you? with the Financial Guys. How are you? Hey, good, guys. Good, guys. Um, two things. One, I called about the uh, registration thing, and then I got a quick thing on Brian Higgins, who unfortunately is allegedly my representative, mm-hmm. representative in Congress. Um, I actually sent you the text. I have almost Thank a small you. fleet of cars and my kids. The dealers are selling you extended warranty. They don't want somebody else selling it. And these... Mm-hmm. People get that information from the state, and the dealers tell me themselves because it aggravates them. Yeah, because they're, you know, selling our information, and people. And look at all you, your phone number, your social security number, everything goes down when you do anything with the DMV anymore. Wow, that's unreal. All that right. how, how are they broke? Do you, do you how is a, the state broke? I know. Right? <laughs> I mean, honestly, God, everywhere you turn around, they are they are make, making money off you. I mean, they make the mob look them, poor. Yeah, yeah. Right. He said, "I I got a small fleet, and um, you know, I." I like screwing with them. They'll call your house, too, because they have your number. And I had bought my son a uh, used, a certified used vehicle from a local dealership. Well, it comes with a warranty for, like, 10 years to 100,000 miles from the original date of registration from the first owner. They're calling me, so I had them on the phone for, like, an hour and 15 minutes. Get all done, and I'm already, you know, they're going to take the credit card. So, so let me get this straight. When I take it in, I just get a duplicate bill, and you'll send me a check for the repair. I go, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? I mean, it has the warranty from it for the certified use. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's amazing, Chris, is the hypocrisy of these government officials that are telling everybody in the private sector, you better not, you're going to get in trouble, we're going to fine you right. if you're sharing or redistributing anybody's information. But we can do it. They're mm-hmm. selling yeah. it left, right, and center. Yeah. Love it. And then the, the Brian Higgins, because I know you want to clear everybody up. And I've been in West Seneca. He's been my congressional representative since he first ran basically he might as well be unopposed i mean he is but yeah no brian's been great we we got a a park down on the waterfront now i mean more people are still leaving the coming but we got a park down on the waterfront it's beautiful i'm calling him regarding obamacare when Mm -hmm. i'm up for a vote yeah and he wouldn't even take or have people talk to me about no of course not no of course not so am i shocked that he's hiding under a desk every time there's a tough question for somebody no to me just a blue collar guy Absolutely not. That's what they do, right? By the way, that's and what's so absolutely disgusting about and I, by the way, I love the fact that the waterfront has come back. That's great. You know what? We would have never had to do any of this if they just allowed people to keep their own if they money. They just gotten out of the way to do you, begin you, with. I mean, does, the does reason, anybody understand what the natural resources we have? The natural resources we have between Niagara Falls, oh. Lake Erie, Lake Ontario. It's unbelievable. If, you, if people were just able to keep their money, if the Brian Higgins of the world just left us alone. We would have 3.6% unemployment rates, and this would be the place to be. Instead, what they do is they abuse the heck out of us for decades, and we get a little bit of crumbs back, and we open up a little piece of the waterfront. And by the way, none of that happens. Not any of that happens without the Pagula family coming in and spending their own money. They've been a blessing to this community. Uh, by the way, made their money doing exactly what New York State tells you you can't do. <laughs> it's a joke. That's right. Unreal. It's a joke. Without the, that family, there is no new waterfront. There's no new development. There's very little development. And probably some other Democrat is winning right now and, and moving let's, on. But Let's keep in mind, the waterfront was was a disaster for the longest time because it was owned by another government agency. That's right. The, uh, the, NFTA. the NFTA, right? <laughs> yeah. So, it, it's, you know, finally the NFTA gave up the land for development, and that's what happened. It wasn't anything that Brian Higgins did or anybody else. No. It was... It was them opening it up and allowing, you know, the, the Pagulas and the, the Paladinos and these different developers to start to actually, you know, get some stuff. Did we get a park? Yeah, we got a, we got an Erie, Cali, uh, Erie Canal terminus. 
and a nice park. And, and it is nice. And I, I don't, you know, don't want to you know, discredit it. It's a gr- did a great job. But yeah. that would have got done with or without Brian Higgins. Yeah. The, the key thing is with Democrats, whether it's Brian Higgins, whether it's Mark Polonkars. Look, Mark Polonkars said flat out, I would love to come on your show anytime and debate my liberal policies. Really, because we haven't seen you, Mark. No. This is the thing. These liberals, uh, with, when it comes to progressive policies and progressive liberal policies and their socialist policies, they don't work. There is a mountain of evidence that you can directly tie to cause and effect. Cause, liberals run California. Effect, largest of poverty in the country, right? A, a, a cause. Liberals run Buffalo. Effect, fourth highest child poverty rate in the country, yeah. right? I mean, it's not rocket science. Yeah. So, of course, they can't defend their policies. Liberalism is based on one giant lie. Yeah, and, and by I'm the way, where the Democrats are e- freaking out now ev- because people are figuring that lie out. They're figuring it out now. Every single one of those towns, cities, states that you talk about, they get worse. They don't get better. Of course. So there's no. So you you can't say, well, look at it was run by Democrats or public Democrats. No, they've been run by Democrats forever, and the right. school district got worse. Right. The California has been run by Democrats. You can see since Reagan left, by the way, and the Democrats took over. Uh, you, you can see the downside, right? Venezuela, ten years. That's all it took from go to being from a country to be extremely rich to being extremely poor, right? Well, who did that? Well, I'll tell you what. It wasn't small government. <laughs> yes, right. It wasn't less government. Chris, spending. thanks for the call, buddy. You're Great awesome. Call. Don't don't be a stranger yeah. to the show. Yeah, one generation, yeah. one generation. That's, That's right. All well, look at and took. same same is true by the way with California, right? Basically a yeah. twenty year swing and it went thing. miserable. Yeah, two yep, one two, generation. That's right. Amazing. That's uh, well. Uh, want welcome Debbie, or do you want to play a, a video? Let's go, Debbie. Let's go, okay. Debbie. Or, all right, Debbie and Amherst. All right, Debbie. Thanks for holding. Hi, thank you. I enjoy your show. Thanks, guys. Um, thanks. I'm wondering. I have. I'm at a pivot point. I'm in my fifties, and I can move anywhere I want. What would you suggest if you had like you know? pick anywhere in the u.s what would be like a hot spot for retirement uh, i'll tell you here's the here's where our clients are leaving and moving to and they're not leaving us thankfully they're but so we do a lot of conference calls and webinars and yeah, they're moving to yeah they're moving to uh florida and they're moving to texas yeah, and tennessee and tennessee a hot spot too yes yeah carolina was hot for a while but that seems to have kind of petered out for yep. some reason do we lose you debbie no, I'm uh, thinking. I love. The, she's writing it down. <laughs> I, I love Western New York, but I, 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 I see the handwriting on the wall. I can't afford to stay. I'm middle class, and you know, I'm. I just, yeah. Any suggestions on research of? Um, I guess we could come in to talk to you guys. Yep. Yeah, come in and talk to us at the office. We've got, you know, tax professionals. We've got estate planning attorneys that can help you with some of the legalities of things, and. Um, of course, we can certainly help you with the finance and side. And actually, well, our so software, by the way, and we we do this is we'll actually work on you know the cost of living in different areas. So yep. yeah, we can help you with that for sure. Yeah, it's a shame, Debbie. Lots of us like Western New York, and I really love the three months of nice weather we have here. Yeah. Uh, but the taxes are out of control. I was talking to somebody the other day. They said, "Well, you know, they're, they're not that much different when you look at uh, property taxes." I said. Oh, oh no! It is. Yeah. It is. Property taxes are the highest in the in the country. But let's just say it's just property taxes. It's not right. It's the state tax. It's the DMV and all the garbage that's attached to that. Right. It's the constant regulations that hit us with it, whether it's cell phones or blah 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 blah. It is nonstop. And at some point, people say, you know what, look at it. I'm just going to vote yeah. with my feet. We do that all the time. We have a, we've had, there's just some of the stories I've had. Um, we've had clients that have come in and said, here's what I've been paying to New York State for the last 30 years on, an, on average. 
what kind of house would that buy me in Florida? Because I'd rather leave the mansion on the ocean to my kids than pay one more penny to New York State. So we calculate it out and buy them a house, right? <laughs> um, it, it's just it's constant, 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 yep. and it, and people get sick and tired of it. But the other part of it is, hey, what is, hey, what is it? How much am I going to save every month if I don't pay New York State? A uh, thousand bucks. Well, it buys a lot of nice dinners. I'd That's like right. to do that. I'd like to spend the last bunch of years uh, while I still have my health with my wife or my husband and go out to dinner a little more. That's right. So I'm going to take the thousand bucks a month and I'm going to treat myself to some dinners. Yeah. God bless a thousand you. Thousand bucks a month. That's some nice dinners. Yeah. Debbie, check out Palm Beach, Florida, and Jupiter. It's beautiful down yeah, there. Yeah, we, and we have an office there. We can help. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for the call, Debbie. Appreciate it. You know, somebody oh, wrote it Sorry, Debbie. You want oh, a final sorry, thought? Go ahead. Uh, what about um, investing in something like a, a, a tiny house, something that could be moved when the, uh, um, excuse me, uh, I'm thinking in as far as property tax, you know, you can't control that, but if you have a tiny house, you can move it. So like in those states, is, I mean, if you could do any kind of a puzzle, um, and I, it's not important to me to have a fancy house, I can afford one, but I don't need one, um, I'd rather travel. Uh, any any suggestions in that um, area of things as far as a, either like a mobile home? I know that that or not a mobile home because that kind of conjures up bad ideas. But well, it depends. I hear I know what you're saying. I get what you're talking yeah. about. Um, we've had clients that have done that. We've had clients that have sold their all their property in New York. They've bought a beautiful RV, which is like some of these RVs, by the way, are quarter million dollars, million dollars. I mean, these they make uh, you know make the, what the the vision of mobile homes is a whole other you know thing, but. Um, you know, some of these are pretty spectacular, but they, they've driven across the country. They've taken two years of their lives to see the state parks and national parks and things like that. And then they have sold it and traveled the world for a year and then come back and bought something where they wanted to buy. Yeah. So you can always rent. It's never a bad thing to take some time off and just say, hey, I'm going to put my stuff here and maybe rent for a while and let me make sure I like the area yeah. and maybe do some traveling in the meantime and then and then figure out where you want to settle down to. The Nothing s- wrong with that. The states with less government employees. Yeah, those are the ones you want to look yep. at. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. I appreciate Thanks, the Steph. call. Appreciate it. You know, there was an op-ed, uh, I was going to say before, not to interrupt Debbie, I apologize, but there was a letter that somebody wrote into one of, I think it was the LA Times, and it just, you know, op- like an open letter to Governor Newsom in California saying, you know, I just want you to know you're tearing my family apart. You know, my daughter and my son-in-law can't afford to live here anymore. So after living in, in California for 100 years of my family and our generations, you know, f- for the first time ever, they're leaving to go to Texas or wherever they're going to. and. You know, that's the same thing that happens in New York. We have wonderful people, a wonderful community. I've always said that, you know, you look at different places of the country. If, if somebody gets, you know, stuck in a ditch or, or, or slips on the ice in western New York, there's somebody picking them up, there's somebody dusting them off, and there's somebody calling 911 if they're hurt, right? Yep. If that happens in Florida, people are probably just walking by. Yep. If that happens in New York City, they're stealing your wallet first, right? Then they're kicking <laughs> you in the head, and then that's they're right. walking on, right? Yeah. So western New York has a wonderful population, wonderful people, that Midwestern charm that is, you know, I went to Michigan State. It's a very similar uh, you know, from Buffalo starts to me the Midwest. You know, for Rochester, Buffalo is the start of the Midwest. You go out to Ohio and Michigan and Illinois and, you know, wonderful people throughout that entire area. Uh, I don't know what happened to the rest of New England and Massachusetts and Rhode Island and whatnot. I don't know. But um, I agree. But and they, it, they got lost a long time you, ago. You know, it's a shame because land. New York's, when people think New York State, they basically think, okay, uh, New Buffalo, York New York City. Yeah, right? you get a bad rap. Two different things. Um, and by the way, can we sneak in David DiPietro here? Do you mind? Yeah, uh, sure. David DiPietro is on the hotline here. Mr. DiPietro, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Uh, that's just funny. I wanted to sneak in. I saw you on the hotline. I appreciate you calling in. And it was funny because you've been uh, somebody who's actually created a model to try to break up New York State and uh, get rid of New York City. And if, for those of you that haven't topped on uh, – 
uh, David's website to try to sign that uh, petition. You should do that for sure. But um, I asked you to call in because, you know, Albany's at it again, right? So they're trying to – they're on a witch hunt for Donald Trump's tax returns. And um, so they passed some legislation that I guess – I think I, I, we need to be a little nervous because they could go after everybody's tax returns, right? That's the way the law is written there. Now, if you're a New York State resident, watch your back because they can go after your tax return. And you don't even know about it. You won't know about it until – a reporter or a, a, an officer or someone comes to your door and says, hey, you know, hey, we, we, we read this about you, and uh, we got to ask you a couple questions. That's unreal. Oh, yeah. That is unreal. So talk about privacy going right out the door. Yeah. And they did this because the way they circumvented the law was to go after Trump. And, 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 and the, the ironic, cruel part about this, because they're all a bunch of liars, and I'm gonna, I tell them right to their face, is – on the floor when we're debating, they're saying, oh, no, this law doesn't have anything to do with Trump. Yet they've maneuvered it in such a way it affects five people in the entire planet. Hmm. And Donald Trump happens to be one of them. And they say, no, this is just in case in the future. Sure it is. Another New York State resident just happens to get elected president. You will have the opportunity to oversight him or her. Yeah. It, sure. It's amazing because because then they say that then they go out of the chambers and there's there's stand up cameras out there where they can go to you can you can do a stand up it's called and, and talk to the media and every one of them I follow them outside because they sat there in the chambers and they stood up and said it was oh no it has nothing to do with the president then they walk outside the chambers and I stand right there watching them talk to the cameras and say we're going after Trump <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Democracy and blatant liars. Well, Unreal. Constitution optional in New York State. I think it was uh, Bob Longsbury in uh, Rochester who said that on Twitter, and it's so true, right? So, you know, we just seem to have our. I mean, look, there's a there's a you know a, a bill of rights and, and a Constitution for a reason, but in New York, they just don't seem to care whether it's the Second Amendment, whether it's your right to privacy, or or uh, you know against illegal search or seizure. There's an article uh, last week. They're now going to be what I guess uh, forcing vaccinations, and I. I do believe everyone should be vaccinated. Don't get me wrong, but I also believe that per, you know parents have rights over their children as well. Now in New York, as young as nine, they can just take your kid and vaccinate if they want to. Without you have nothing, you can't do anything about it. Like without that's parental permission, without parental permission, they can just show up at your school and you know with nine, what's what's ninth grade, oh, nine year olds, like third grade, yes. and start vaccinating kids. I mean that's a scary thought. I mean some kids have allergies, things like that. There's no concern for privacy in New York State. There's no constitutional protections that they don't go after and just simply not care about. Now, Dave, you'll be on next week filling in for us, right, yes. along with Russ and Carl? Yes, I'm going to try and be there, yep. Yep, perfect. That'll be so awesome. You, Dave, any yeah, chance this backfires? Because when you really look at the tax cheaters out there, most of them are, quote, liberal, right? The Al Sharptons of the world that owe $6 million to the IRS. Right. How, how is that guy still not in jail? <laughs> it's unreal, isn't it? Unreal. If he was a if he was a Republican, still not in jail. If he was a Republican, he would be gone. Uh, somebody actually texted in. Well, the Clintons live in New York State. Actually, the Clintons I think have like eight homes. Yeah, so I'm not exactly sure where the residency is, but my no. guess is I would not be surprised at all if it's in a if it's in a tax free state. <laughs> Probably they file their taxes in New York. They do. Wow. Well, we can we can take a look at the Clintons. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Watch and see. This is going to backfire no. on. Them. I'm sure Cuomo's got a hit list of people that he's going to release. He wants to release tax returns for. This is this is more Gestapo type yes. of. I'll release your tax returns unless this is. These are mob style tactics. And Cuomo, I mean, we call him King Cuomo, Emperor Cuomo. I'm thinking if we start calling him the Don, 
Like, let's, I mean, that's right. I mean, he really is like, he is like the mafia leader. Yeah. Right? You, you go against the Don. And man, you're paying the VIG. You're you'll, paying you'll, the VIG. You'll, you'll end up in the trunk, no doubt. Yeah. The, the fun part is, guys, is two weeks ago, we had 1,000 hookers roaming the Capitol. Now, that was, that was hilarious to watch. How did I miss that? Illegal- we could have been there interviewing those folks. Miss that, Mike. <laughs> legalized prostitution in New York, and I and I came on the camera, and they said they said, "No, Dave, you better not say that," because I, what I said was was, uh, "Gee, I've never seen the Capitol so quiet. There's a lot of closed doors meetings going on." <laughs> 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 there was a, there wasn't a when you said sighting, was when there? you said there was a lot of hookers, <laughs> I thought you meant the Democrats were getting together to. Con- <laughs> no, I think actual hookers. Oh, okay, okay. They were lobbying for free pu- for uh, for pu- for uh, uh, you know, I guess legal prostitution. But yeah, uh, no no Spitzer sighting, huh? A, le- a thousand prostitutes roaming the capital, and it was pretty 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 amazing to yeah. watch. Yeah, do you see yeah. Elliot anywhere? No, Spitzer yeah. no anywhere. No, <laughs> he was out on an ethics tour again. <laughs> Darn it, he get, he's got the worst timing. That guy, no doubt. All Thanks. right, well, we're looking forward to listening to you next week, Dave. Actually, he's smart enough to take him across state lines, That's so right. they wouldn't have been in Albany with him. No, I took, uh, Memorial Day, the chopper. Yes. Uh, oh yes, please. Oh yeah. Totally forgot again. Good oh, lord. For everybody listening, the. Uh, on Memorial Day, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so do your morning stuff, but come out to East Aurora at the theater, which is across from Diddler's in East Aurora on Main Street. We're going to be unveiling the Vietnam Wall Memorial Bike from Orange County Choppers that built Paul Tuttle Sr. will be there from Orange County. He's a friend of mine. He'll be there unveiling it. Joe Salen was kind enough to uh, donate the money, a lot of money, to get this bike built. That's unreal. And it's uh, one one of the great things is the... Uh, one of the pictures on the on the bike is um, from 1968 Time Magazine. It's one of those iconic Vietnams. Well, when they saw the original, um, what do you call it, the original show in February, uh, a lady called me up and then called Orange County. That was her dad. Wow. Oh, cool. Side of the bike, and the whole family, including her dad, is coming out to East Aurora. Awesome. Well, had, and by the way, hats off to Salem's Hot Dogs. Yeah. Or uh, when when you when you're going into Wegmans today or Tops, make sure you pick up a package of Salem's Hot Dogs. That was pretty cool of what they did. For, yeah, for, no doubt. Very generous. Plug that. Yeah. That. Awesome. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, Dave. Mr. Dave, we'll see you. Hopefully, you can join those two other guys next week, uh, Russ and Carl. Looking forward to it. Thanks right. a lot. Have Thanks, bud. Right. Have a good weekend. Thank you much. This weekend, by the way, the last weekend for Rolling Thunder going into. Uh, uh, DC after 32 or 35 years of uh, of continuous annual trips, the costs have just gotten too high. So this weekend is the last. There'll still be local chapters going, but that's a sad hmm. end to a uh, a great tradition of all the uh, the, you know, the motorcycles and bikes yeah. rolling into DC to commemorate the Vietnam veterans and all veterans, but especially Vietnam and and uh, you know sad to see that end. This will be the last year that they're doing it in the Washington wow. D.C. So that is sad. Hey, uh, just fun. I know we're up against the clock here. No charges, by the way, against the Buffalo Buffalo Common Council member who brought a gun into the uh, Buffalo High School yeah. last week. Yeah, so. hard to blame him. I tell you what, though, if it wasn't the Buffalo Common Council member, that were you or I, we'd be yeah. facing charges. Oh, but oh, yeah. You can't oh. blame the guy for wanting to protect himself. I mean, no. it's, you know, I, although I, it's still not right to do right. But yeah, uh, but uh, I, would, time, yeah. I would I would want to be. Uh, 
Next time you bring security. To. That's right. What happens when Como tours a school? What happens when Governor Como stops by? Well, he has other people the, carrying guns for him. I know, but is that legal though? I mean, is that is that is there a, is there a, is there a uh, you, exclusion in the state law that allows him to to carry on on a school? I wonder. I would. I would. Anyway. I, yeah. I mean. All right. Well, let's. Can he, we skip the break here so we can go to the rest of the phone I, lines? I think we already did. Right, <laughs> before we go back. Do you to want the to play phones, this? Though, yeah, you've got to. Well, before we go back to the phones, I, I got to do this yes. because this is just too rich not to. And now. Another love note from the loving left. You don't bring me flowers. I've listened to your show three or four times. You don't sing <laughs> me love songs. And that Mike Lomas just never seems to stop laughing. Hardly talk to me it doesn't matter what the other one says. I'm the other one. I don't know why anyone would do business with those guys. Ah, well, that's your liberal love note. Loving liberal <laughs> notes from the left. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Uh, and, uh, and, uh, always, always good to uh, to read, so I wanted to get that out there. Didn't leave her name or return number, but uh, I, I would... I mean, honest to God, that's the best part about liberals. Like, if conservatives don't like tacos, we just don't eat tacos. No, right. right. If a liberal doesn't like a taco... Then it's cultural appropriation, and nobody can have tacos, and, right? And I mean, clearly, it's just and clearly, she does not like laughter. I I oh, would say Lord. this: don't come into our office, please. No, you are not a fit for our office, anyways. No. And uh, we've specifically created our business model, um, and and you've just added something new to the client criteria, which is they have to like to laugh to want to come in to see the financial right. guys. Got to have a good optimistic <laughs> It's unreal. All right. Let's That's try unreal. to sneak in. It's really unreal. That's really unreal. If you do think like us, though, if you yes. are in a good mood and are optimistic and positive by nature and uh, like the Trump administration and the low unemployment, the low inflation, the good job growth, the lower regulation, and all that good stuff, feel free to use us as a resource and give us a call at the office. Pop by for a complimentary consultation at 633-1515 or visit our website at thefinancialguys.com. I will say to all you liberals, by the way, your uh, concerns and criticism typically has the opposite effect. It's a lot like your policies, your government policies. So we will actually laugh more and and we'll continue to laugh and smile because if we don't, we'll cry because we live in the great state of New York. What are we going to do, Kevin and Pendleton? Let's uh, let's go to Kevin and Pendleton. Absolutely. Mr. Kevin, how are you, sir? Hey, thanks for... uh, uh, stopped by the vet event last week. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Good to see you. I appreciate it. Just yep. a quick uh, uh, heads up again to the good folks out there. The Roadway Inn, Rochester Airport Roadway Inn, this coming Saturday, June the 1st, the Divide New York Caucus will be having their annual meeting. And it's open to the public, but there's also the meeting for the leaders of the various um, counties. So um, that's in uh, the Rochester Airport Roadway Inn. So just wanted to just gotta get that plug out there, and thanks to Assemblyman David De Pietro for um, putting the assembly bill, and also to Senator Ort, we appreciate it. But we just want you all to know, for the folks who want to shoot this down and say you're relying on the very same politicians to get this done, we're not going to show our hand when you play poker. There, there are other ways to do this, and if you're really interested in knowing, come down next uh, Saturday. So really appreciate that. And by the way, Debbie, I heard Debbie. Um, you know, I, 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 too, feel your pain. I mean, you know, you don't want to leave for Florida, Texas, or Tennessee. But some of us could do this. But I am doing this, too, for those who I know can't afford to leave New York State. We see the writing on the wall, and elections by itself does not accomplish anything. Our founding fathers put certain things in place so we can do this. 
to divide New York State into three completely autonomous regions. We're still New York State, but let's control our own destinies. But thanks again, guys. I agree. That's, you, if Kevin. we could Appreciate do that, we'd become redder than Texas with the ability oh, no. to frack. Unreal. Can I yep. just read this uh, text, by the way? Financial guys, don't get me started on New York State regulations. They have over 80 pools in the villages in Florida. They are always, always open. New York State, a different story. I swim half a mile daily. Enjoy the Tana Tanawanda Aquatic Center. It's been years since the whole pool has been open because New York State regs require two extra lifeguards in the office in case something happens. In the office. Yeah. <laughs> that reminds, it sounds a lot like the village of Elma that I'm in where now the snowplows have to have an extra driver just to watch out for the first driver. Just sits around and drinks coffee. So we can't have the whole pool open because of New York State regs. The oh. lifeguards spend more time texting in the office than guarding the swimmers. Of course they do. I, thank you so much. Yes. I, so did the call, Kevin. I appreciate it. I have a, a – uh, I'm not sure if this is breaking, but certainly – I just got this from Rochelle, and I have not seen this. So thank you to uh, Rochelle for catching this. Uh, the Daily Wire is now reporting that the FAA is investigating two airports for religious discrimination after booting Chick-fil-A. Nice. Well, well. And guess which two they are? <laughs> San Antonio International and Buffalo Niagara International are now under investigation by the Department of Transportation after the department received multiple comp- complaints. This is being reported by Fox News. So... Uh, good for them. I hope this yes. is a contribution. I really do. So yes. uh, we still have to go after and see if we can't get uh, what's his name, the assemblyman uh, who started this whole hoopla. Yeah. Uh, good luck with air. that. So, well, good Sean luck Ryan, with that. I think it was. But anyway. Yes, Mr. Uh, Ryan. Do you want to see? I'm not sure if we're going to be able to fit in uh, anymore here. We're about down to a minute. So uh, my apologies to yes. Ken. My apologies to. Uh, hey, by the way, our uh, podcast. You got to well. check out our podcast. By the way, we oh, really I didn't get a chance to play the clips. I know we didn't get to play the clips. That's okay. It's a great tease and a great reason why people need to go to our website and check out our podcast. We interviewed somebody who. Who uh, took off from Venezuela? I think it was 1999, was it? Yes, right. Yep. And uh, awesome, awesome show. So make sure you uh, uh, make sure you go to our website and check that out. And share it. It's so easy to yes. share a podcast. You can use Please. your phone. You can download it. You can text it and just share it with somebody else. This yeah, do us this a show favor. To hear by it the way. from somebody's, but his own words yes. really make a difference. I mean, when you hear somebody who's lived it, who's been through it, who has has family there. It has a big impact. Playing for these these youngsters today in their twenties and their teens. Yes. And, uh, so sorry, John and Rochester. We didn't get you. I promise. Yeah, we'll get you up on deck first. All right, folks. If you need us throughout the week, use us as a resource. You can always call us at the office at six three three one five one five or visit our website at thefinancialguys.com. On behalf of Mike Lomas, I'm Glenn Wiggle with the Financial Guys, and we'll see you next week right here on News Radio nine thirty, WBen.